starting to love this music. Welcome to the MLB Strategy Show. It is Tuesday, August 25th. I am Josh Engelman. I am joined by Jake Hari. We are getting ready to break down a lovely 10-game MLB slate. Uh, that's going to be fun. Uh, now that basketball is down to just a two-gamer today, baseball seems a little bit more manageable. Nobody wants to hear me talk any longer. I'm kicking it over to Jake. Jake, what's going on? Not much. Uh, just another day filled with various sports. We're talking baseball. There's a little bit of everything for everyone on the channel. Um, hopefully it's been a, a profitable last month or so. I guess sports have been back for pretty much a month. Count the start of MLB. Uh, so it's absolutely flown by. And then football starts in like two weeks from, what is it, 16 days from now? Something along those lines. It's, it's too soon as far as I'm concerned. I'm not ready for it. Everything feels weird. It doesn't make sense that it's coming this quickly. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it's like we just got it back and now NFL is going to start. If I mean, assuming it just looks like they're just going to go for it, um, like yeah. all these other sports, but they don't really have the, the protocols. However, the, the testing looks pretty promising. If they can get the false positives uh, out of there on game yeah. day, then uh, it should be okay. It doesn't appear to be going well for baseball. Just all things considered, like dr- yeah. you can afford to drop a couple games in baseball, and it's probably not going to matter. You can't have games that don't exist in the NFL. You can't have a team not playing four games, right? <laughs> like there's no makeup double headers. Yeah, you know, <laughs> like so that'll be tricky. That's what the only thing that's giving me pause. Like what happens? in the event that like 10 people really do test positive, how do you just cancel? Can you just cancel the game? I don't know. This isn't the NFL strategy show or the daily sports show. Uh, This is the MLB strategy show. So we will get into the goods first and foremost, shout out to Yahoo sports for being the presenting sponsor of this show. I'll give you the goods on Yahoo in a bit, but we were talking a little bit about how the calendar is weird. You know, we've got basketball on right now, still baseball season, hockey going NFL coming. One thing you can set your calendar to, though, is Alex Baker winning $100,000 in a baseball GPP. Sure as shit happened last night. Uh, 196.65 fantasy points. Framber Valdez, Lance Lynn, a four-man Brewer stack, a three-man Cubs stack with a one-off Eddie Rosario. And there you go. Alex Baker, 100K winner yesterday. I feel like I can just record, like pre-record this and just have Jordan jam in the intro so we could skip it sometimes yeah uh, so at least once a week seems like maybe a couple of times a week and they come in bunches 100k for alex uh and it's funny because Lafayette and i were talking about how uh like how much we love bauer and all that and then alex takes it down with the with the brewer stack like they didn't go completely nuts but it was like no one reached 200 uh at least no one in this tournament and when that happens alex I mean, he won by he won by eleven at that point, and still no one got to two hundred. <laughs> yeah, so he always talks about how um, on nights where some of the chalk fails, he's gonna probably be competing, and when the chalk just goes nuts, he's just gonna lose. Yeah, um, just the way he builds his lineup. So yeah, cleared it by eleven points. Uh, had one <laughs> one lineup in the top twenty, only three in the top one hundred. So it's like he never dominates the tournament like you see with some of these guys, like the wakey wakey no. type, where when they're on, they've got, you know, first, third, yeah. sixth, nine, you know, all those. He never has that. So no. it's, just, it's just crazy to see another 100K. 
It's incredible. He does that more often than I eat dinner properly. Like it, it, it's just constant. So yeah. shout out to the boss man for being a hundred thousand dollars richer. That means the site will exist for another week, which is exciting. It's just a joke. People We're awesome regardless. That's true. <laughs> but that's true. We're doing okay. He is just truly insane at DFS baseball. Yeah. I, I, has he been dominating basketball too? Oh, by the way, I did see an NBA last night. I think it was last night. I, I was just looking. I like to look at all the sports just to see what the big names are doing and just hope to be like them one day. I assume you're going to tell me that Rin Pack won like a night slate 100K because that's uh, been happening constantly. So I, I've seen him do that. Shout out to Rin Pack a bunch of times. But no, uh, it was Tom ah, the, the, the NBA 100K. Tom so I don't know if they talked about it on the strategy show. But the night slate 100K. Yeah. Took down the third prize pool solo bank on a two gamer. That's pretty tough to do in NBA. Yeah. Uh, he played 150, a no dupe winner of the night slate for a hundred K for the boss man, other boss man. Yeah. The other boss Tom man. JK who made his, uh, illustrious debut in a video form for the send off for Chris bags. It's fun with a man bun with a man bun. No less. <laughs> I'm getting really close to being able to do that. Yeah. I, I I'll have to start a show with Tom. Yeah, it's called buns or something like that. <laughs> I'd watch. Yeah, it'd be good. It'd be high entertainment, that's for sure. All right, guys, as you're coming in the door, hit the thumbs up, subscribe to the channel, notification bell. You guys know the deal. Jake and I are going to break down all ten games. I assume we have ownership up. I have been deep in the PGA uh, research game right so far today. So let me grab ownership, and then we're set. <laughs> Yeah, we do have ownership. A uh, bunch of big names up at the top. It looks like so. I mean, DraftKings isn't pricing these pitchers up maybe yeah. enough uh, this season, which is fine. I mean, I'll play a bunch of Garrett Cole and Bieber and Giolito or whoever it is. Um, but it looks like all of them are getting ownership. Usually, it's a couple, and then a couple guys are squeezed out based on price. But you might even be able to jam some of these guys together in lineups if we can find some cheap stacks. So I think you're going to like what your lineups look like regardless tonight. Uh, this is a good question in chat. It doesn't really have anything to do with baseball, but I think I have an answer for it. I want to see what your thought is. Uh, Three Run Chat said, what's the difference between the best single entry players and the best MME players? I would say the answer is nothing. As long as they're paying attention to their single entry teams, yeah. Um, I don't think that there's a difference. So the, like there's obviously you should approach. Well, I don't know that you should approach it differently. Like the single entry players have a higher ROI, like the empire makers guys, like those guys who only played legitimately one lineup on most yeah. slates, they're going to have a higher ROI yeah. um, in tournaments. Uh, but they're not getting the volume down necessarily. So not to say that they make more than like, Alex or Tom plays 150. Um, but other than that, no, I mean, they're, they're building like optimally, like more of a cash build. Some of the high entry single entry players uh, or high dollar single entry players. Whereas Alex is building to try to take down a large field tournament and take, you know, beat 25,000 people, 25,000 entries. Like if Alex was truly paying attention to every individual lineup that went into single entry contests, I would expect him to be the best player at also doing that. 
everybody that that that's at the top in terms of volume is probably going to be there in a single entry three max scenario. Yes. Uh, regardless, you you have to be you you don't just get there on a whim. Uh, like this has to be stats based behind you, or you're not going to be able to compete. That's just how it is. Um, so even I would like, expect Alex to just be at the top one way or the other. Yeah. So like even for me and you, Josh, and I guess I haven't looked at this for a while, but like I'm trying to pull up my roto tracker, and it'll depend on the sport. But like, where's your ROI <clears throat> higher? Is it multi entry tournaments, or is it the five dollar? $12 single entry type stuff. I would imagine mine's better in the, uh, in the single entry, even though I'm not, like you said, I'm not necessarily paying attention to every single entry I put in and focused on the 150 builds. And then you're going to get really unique lineups that end up in single entry sometimes that can bank you those as well. I mean, there's a, there's a spot where you could like mark single entry, right? So do you have, do you have roto tracker? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I. I'm gonna just okay. So entries per contest max one in a GPP should just trim me to single entry, correct? Yep, that makes sense. I have have baseball for 2019 up here. Um, I did very well in GPPs that were single entry uh, in 2019. So I don't think that this is going to be a great uh, analysis piece because me telling you that the uh, GPP ROI was 283% is probably a little <laughs> skewed. Yeah. Nice. Uh, humble brag there. We didn't well, plan this. well, I mean, like I just, I, I clearly like binked or got second in a oh. single entry and that's going to pay you off when they're all relatively small. Um, so this isn't going to be the best exercise, but yeah, I, I, I don't think that there's any difference between the two at the highest level, the highest level people are doing the same sort of thing for both. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, but I mean, good conversation to have. It just like if you're playing one lineup, maybe you don't want to necessarily look at Alex's strategy in uh, the eighteen dollar one fifty max. You're just going to want to you're 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 trying to compete against less people, so your lineup should be should look different. Yeah. All right, let's dive into baseball here. Seven ten start. Atlanta Braves, New York Yankees. Yankees look like they're. About a run and a half favorite, 65% chance to win. I've got Ian Anderson as the starter for Atlanta. That's what Fangraphs has as well. Uh, Garrett Cole going for the Yankees. No ownership on Anderson right now, but that, I guess, could change, although he's 8,100 on DraftKings, so I'm quite confident it won't change. Garrett Cole, on the other hand, 33% owned on FanDuel, 44% owned on DraftKings, and that's exactly what it should be. Uh, if you told me that it should be more, I would also agree with that. Um, Garrett Cole, to me, is the far and away best pitching option for today's slate. Yep. Uh, most popular pitcher on the slate right now, but for good reason. This is one where you kind of just say it's Garrett Cole for 10-6 against a team with a 25.5% K rate versus righties. Uh, yeah, they've got a bunch of power in this Braves lineup, but uh, Garrett Cole could still give up two solo shots, which he – you know, he might give up one or two here and still destroy the rest of the field at 10-6. Um, so really nothing negative to say. It's kind of like the Bauer situation yesterday that didn't work out. Um, but Garrett Cole is a better pitcher than Bauer, and he's priced in that same range. And it doesn't even look that difficult to get good lineups with Cole. Now, I have him grading out massively ahead of everybody else. 
biggest strikeout projection on the slate by a mile. I just can't go a different direction. I don't, I know that I'm going to have a ton of Garrett Cole tonight and I'm totally cool with it. This is a great spot. I mean, this, this Braves lineup isn't very good. No, it's actually, it's actually not like when you go through like their numbers. So on their active roster, over 200 ISO versus righties, 120 WRC plus, but at the 25.6% K rate. Um, I don't know. You're worried about Freeman and then that's really about it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's Swanson. Maybe. I, don't know. I mean, look, Adams, 29% projected strikeout rate, Duvall, 27, Austin Riley, 31. Uh, Cole is going to just eat some of this lineup up. Yeah. You're worried about Freddie Freeman, but you are every single day. Um, to me, it's just Garrett Cole. I think he's very clearly ahead of Shane Bieber who we're going to get to next. And I like the Biebs. I love the Biebs, but yeah, uh, like Biebs is too, but there is a large, there, there's such a big gap between Cole and Bieber for me today that I should only call Shane Bieber third and I should leave the second spot vacant. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, so we don't have Bieber projected right now. I'm sure Alex get that updated. Maybe there wasn't a line uh, earlier today when he first ran projections, but I would imagine you're going to see a, a decent gap between Cole and Bieber, Cole being at the top. Does he have Cole, uh, the Cole, do you have the Cole projection in front of you? Yeah, it is 23.46. Okay. I tend to run a little higher than Alex in pitching projection. So I've called Cole at 25.7. I've Bieber at 22.4. So I'd guess that he's going to have Bieber coming in around 21. Um, so, you know, it's Cole. Uh, I am not interested whatsoever in attacking any Atlanta Braves bats as a sort of hedge against Garrett Cole. It's not for me. Uh, if you want to try to buy a solo, like a buy a home run, I think Matt Adams as a first base option is there, but I'm not touching Atlanta. What I do want to do is go to the Yankees. They are my number three stack on both sites. Uh, favorite bats coming in on FanDuel, Hicks, Judge, uh, Sanchez on DraftKings. Hicks and Judge quite a bit ahead of everybody else. What do you want to do with the Yanks? Yeah, I mean, they look awesome to me. On paper, 5.4 implied total, regardless of who they go up against, uh, one of the more stacked lineups. And I think this is the first night Judge is back. Is that right? I think I saw that. That sounds right. That sounds right to me. Article. Um, Yeah, so he's got a tag next to his name, depending on which lineup site you're looking at. Um, But it looks like he's going to be in. So the Yankees look like a great stack and you just go through each of their top five players. And then um, they're not getting owned very heavily. And I don't even know why that would be because they're really cheap on DraftKings. Uh, so it looks like more people are, we got more people gravitating towards the Cubs again, Tigers. Um, and I was going to call them the blues, but they're the Cardinals, St. Louis Cardinals. Um, but the Yankees, the most under owned stack on DraftKings right now on our top stack tool. Well, that's perfect. Given my love for them, I would expect to have just, oh my God. Yeah. So I have, I have the Yankees and the Cubs in like a virtual tie from a ceiling perspective. One of those teams is getting 135% ownership added together, the other 32. So uh, no problem for me, stack up Garrett Cole along with the Yankees. Do you have any favorite bats in this game? Judge, if he's back. Um, yeah, no, I mean, and no one that's not obvious. unavoidable, unavoidable 4,400 batting cleanup. 
pretty good. I miss that dude. I miss that dude. Yeah, uh, it's hard to get away from this Yankees lineup. I mean, like, I'm not a huge Urshela guy, 4,200 for a third baseman as part of a stack with Voight, with Sanchez, and then take your pick on any one of the four outfielders that are being in the lineup. That looks real good to me. Yeah. Love it. Actually, yeah, love it. Um, do, do you have a Braves bat that you would roster today? Like, do you think you would get anybody? I mean, usually I just say Freeman by default, but like it's first base. It's a ten game slate. You're paying fifty four hundred for him, unless he double dongs or something. I don't. He's probably not going to matter all that much. And even if he does double dong, if it's you know if Cole gives up two or three runs, like Cole's probably got a better chance of being in the best lineup than Freeman by a, by a long shot. Even if oh my god, yeah. Begin. yeah. Okay, sounds good. Don't play the Braves. Glad I'm not wearing a Braves jersey today. Indians and Twins, 4.5 run implied total for the Indians, 3.4 for the Twins, 62% chance to win for Cleveland. Shane Bieber going up against Rich Hill. Biebs, 12% owned on FanDuel, 31% owned on DraftKings. So for those scoring at home, Cole, uh, like 13% more owned than Bieber. I think it should probably be a little bit bigger than that, but it's not like I'm complaining about getting Shane Bieber as an alternative. How do you feel about the Biebs today? Not so sure. Uh, I mean, <laughs> he's look, he, Bieber's awesome. Um, yeah. Four out of his six starts, he's got at least 11 Ks. Uh, so I'm not saying he's not going to mow down the twins. I mean, his underlying numbers are absurd. 40% chase rate almost a 19% swing strike rate. Like he's done this. I mean, he's already done it once against the twins where he's just gone and struck out everyone. So he certainly can do it again. Um, but if he's going to be close to Cole, if they're going to be pretty close together, I would imagine I just get to a bunch more Garrett Cole. So, uh, I mean, I'll never tell someone they can't play Bieber as their number one option, especially when he's a favorite. Um, and against a team that actually does strike out more than I thought. Um, but, yeah, I, I just prefer Cole if I can only choose one, and I think a lot of my lineups are only going to have one. Uh, any Dick Mountain for you? Who? Rich Hill. Oh, what, when did we uh, nickname him that? That's not me, man. He wore that on a jersey. <laughs> wow. Uh, search search it. it. Search Rich, Rich Hill nickname. That, that way you don't have to type Dick Mountain and get tricked or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when they did like the nickname uniform joint, like two, probably two three years ago. Yeah, he was uh, he had mountain on the back. <laughs> they let him put that on there. No, <laughs> in the funniest way possible. No dick, just mountain. Okay, got it, got it, got it. Um, but yeah, uh, Bro- I think Brock Holt coined that one. Okay, I see. Uh, I probably won't get to Mister Mountain here. Uh, he. <laughs> Going up against Cleveland, like he just doesn't have that great of K stuff anymore. Uh, I mean, he's got to be pushing forty at this point too. For chill, right? Like, yeah, Mount, Mountain's getting old. old. Um, seventy one hundred actually isn't that bad of a price, but I'm probably off of that. He's um, not pushing forty. He is actually forty. Okay, well there you go. He's been around for so long, dude. Teams started in two thousand five. Cubs, Orioles, Red Sox, Indians, Angels, Yankees, Red Sox, A's, Dodgers, Twins. 
unreal. Like he's just been around like syphilis. He's everywhere. (laughs) Okay. We did just get updated uh, projections as well. So circle back to the Bieber thing. There is, there's a a gap between him and Cole. It's not, um, it's a couple points. So what do we have Bieber at? 21.8 Cole's at 23 and a half. Got him. Good. So, um, no, 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 no Rich Hill. I don't think for me tonight. Okay. Uh, and I think that's pretty much all I got as far as pitchers go. How are you feeling about Indians bats? doesn't look like they're picking up any ownership on DraftKings. I have them eighth overall, kind of expensive. So they're 11th based on value on FanDuel. It's kind of flipped. I have them eighth overall, but they're sixth in value. So a little bit easier to get to you going to the Indians against Rich Hill. It's going to be potentially nine righties. I think I'll have more than the field, which is essentially nothing. Yeah. Um, they're under 1% ownership on DK right now. So Jose Ramirez is at 3%. Everybody else shows up in my column as one. Yeah. I, I can see myself getting to a ton of, uh, a ton of Ramirez. In fact, he's one of those guys that, uh, story, uh, Lindor Ramirez, um, where even if the stack doesn't grade out favorably, they're just such good players for fantasy that, it kind of doesn't even matter when you're playing that many lineups. Um, so 55 and 5,300, I think they're going to grade out as good values for us. But in terms of raw points, they're always up near the top. So I love that as a two-man, or if you want to go three-man with like Fran Reyes or something. Rich Hill in, limit, in a limited sample over the past year and a half against lefties has given up no power, 0.04 X ISO. Against righties, 854 pitches, 0.162 X ISO. Even if I add 2018 back in there to get a little bit more love, it's obviously going to be more beneficial from a power perspective for for the right-handed bats. Uh, Rich Hill does strike out righties more than he strikes out lefties, but I'm not really worried about that when I'm stacking. Uh, to me, I really like the Indians as an unowned stack, and you don't have to have all that much to feel good about it. If they continue to be like, let's just say 2% owned. If you want to get like six or seven, if you're playing 150, yeah. I think that's a really good idea here. I think that's like always a good idea. Uh, yeah. Especially when it's a team that has a decent lineup, like Cleveland. They've got a bunch of power. Um, yeah, I mean, Ramirez, Lindor, Santana, Reyes, that kind of plays no matter who's on the hill on the other side to a degree. Yeah. Short of the Beebs or a Garrett Cole type. You know? Sure. Um, any bats from the Minnesota Jakes against Shane Bieber? Um, no, it, like there's just certain guys I don't want to target one-offs against. I would almost rather just stack and you just hope like when you're going up against an ACE level pitcher, I'd rather just stack and hope that I can get the one or two bad starts that he's going to have out of 12 or whatever yeah. he takes this year. And you just hope you get into that bullpen and can kind of continue it. But no, I, I don't want to really pick anyone. Although Nelson Cruz, like speaking of a guy pushing 40, like he's been outrageously good this yeah. season. Hit an apple dong yesterday. He needs to teach Miguel Sano uh, how to hit opposite field. Because M- Miguel Sano, maybe, maybe he learned something yesterday, but he went apple as well yesterday. Uh, that should be his tutor for like the rest of Sano's career. Maybe he should just teach him how to find whatever supplements Cruz is taking now that evade uh, drug tests. Well, 
there's that possibly. Uh, Imagine if Miguel Sano got on the gas like Cruz. I don't. He, he doesn't need it. He's been like a man child since he was 15. Yeah, that's very true. Very true. Yeah. Uh, my answer: Anytime I recommend a Twins bat, is Max Kepler. I don't actually have an answer here. I don't really recommend anything for the Twins against Shane Bieber. Indians look sneaky because of ownership. Yep. Two. The do you have anything else here? Nope. I think these first two games are pretty cut and dry because of the pitching. I agree. Tigers and Cubbies, 4.4 run implied total for the Tigers, five for the Cubs. It's Spencer Turnbull going for Detroit. Tyler Chatwood going for Chicago. No ownership going to either pitcher. Does that seem weird to you? Uh not not really. Like, yeah, there's not. I, I, so Chatwood is a guy who I'm just surprised every time I've seen his price this year because I haven't been playing. It's not like a normal MLB season where you just play day in and day out when you're doing NBA. I'm doing a bunch of NHL stuff. Yeah. Um, so like seeing him at 9,100, I have to remind myself like he hasn't actually been that bad. Um, but no, not against the Tigers. I know they strike out a ton against righties. I think over 30%. But you're just... It's just such a low upside play. Like you need a, you need like a ninety fifth percentile outcome. I feel like for Chatwood to be a guy that you're sad you didn't play. I don't. I don't disagree with you at all. They both grade out really poorly um, given their salaries. I will not have any shares of Tyler Chatwood. I will not have any shares of Spencer Turnbull. I will not have any shares of Tigers bats. At least. I hope I don't. They are 18th overall for me. Um, only sneaky part is on DraftKings, they end up becoming a little bit of a value. Uh, they're seventh, which means they are very tied to optimization. So I get the sense they're going to be quite overowned. I assume you'll let me know in a second. I will talk about the Cubs bats in a bit. They are number one for me on both sides. Ownership is already there though. So makes the Yankees more appealing. Do you have any interest in Tigers bats? Are they the, uh, the team you try to avoid. So they're the, they're the optimizer play, um, but it gets to a point where they're just such good value that you have to at least take a look at them. Even if they are overowned. Um, like Miguel Cabrera, 2,500 Reyes leading off for 2,500. These are going to be guys that I definitely get to, but a kind of broken record at this point, but I just want to avoid the five man stack. They're not like, Man, Reyes is 23% owned. Uh, but, like, I got to 15% of them. So, I don't know that I'm going to get to the field on a lot of these guys. But they're going to be mixed in at two-mans and three-mans because they're just going to project so as such good values that you need something, um, whether it's a one-off, a two-man, a three-man, to jam in Cole and or Bieber and Paddock and Sean Manaya and all these guys. So, um yeah, I'll I'll get to them, but not in the form of four and five man stacks. Does it surprise you they're not more owned? Yeah, I mean, the, like so, Kristen Stewart's two thousand dollars on DraftKings. That's like a they, free price. So this is the team you can stack and get to like a Cole Bieber combo. Yeah, and like I just wonder if that's gonna push their ownership way up as the day goes on. Like if you could start your lineups with Cole slash Bieber or 
whoever it is, Luis Castillo, Giolito, there's a bunch of quality options. Um, yeah. I think this, this uh, ownership is going to come up on them. Maybe it has because we just updated now. It might have gone up a little bit. Let me add it to the sheet. Yeah, that just – it seems lower than I would actually expect. Like if Miguel Cabrera really is – or maybe it was Kristen Stewart. Is it Kristen Stewart or is that just the actress? It is Kristen Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason when it came out of my mouth, I didn't think that there was any possible way that that was actually his name. Uh, no, it hasn't really changed. Other than Victor Reyes, which he's been owned like crazy for, you know, all of this time that he's been hitting leadoff. Like Kristen Stewart at 9%, Miguel Cabrera at 10%. I don't think that that's high enough to be problematic for what that opens up. Agreed. Um, <clears throat> in, in the top stacks, there's a pretty strong correlation between the top value percentage and the ownership share. Yeah. Um, but that's not necessarily the case with the Tigers. They are one of the more owned teams, but they're the top value by a mile. And then there's a 19% chance of being the top value, but their ownership is only fourth on the slate. So with a bunch of teams grouped in seven to 8% range. So actually not that terrible of an outlook mm-hmm. for the Tigers right now. But if you're stacking them, if you're five manning them with whoever your two favorite expensive pitchers are, uh, you might end up getting duped a couple times. If you're playing cash, there's probably a lot in this game that you're going to be getting to. The Cubs are migrated out number one stack on both sites. Um, the problem is they are picking up just infinite ownership mm-hmm. right now. Crazy amounts, which means to me, it is even easier to transition to the Yankees or for you know, we'll get there. The Dodgers, the Rockies. I like the Cubs a lot, but that ownership is out of whack for me. So one thing I'm <clears throat> I'm looking at for the Cubs, and if you don't have a way to like grade out lineups, like we can't all be Osmo. Uh, like me and you, Josh, can be grade out lineups, I'm sure, in a way different way than Alex does. Um, yeah. Or he just does it in a way better way is the, the better way to put that. Sure thing. Well, one thing you can do if you have Fantasy Cruncher and the, the lineup comes out as Hayward Caratini, Kipnis and Bodie as the six through nine hitters is just make a group to only include like one or two of those guys in a lineup. Just so like when you play the Cubs stack, you're playing the good parts of it and you're not going five through nine Cubs stack. Cause that will happen if you use an optimizer. Yes, it will. Yeah. Uh, how do you feel about, are they going over owned right now? I assume by going, a little bit. Yeah. They're going very over owned. So they're double the ownership of the tigers right now. Okay. Not saying I play the Tigers straight up over the Cubs, but um, they're they're really popular. They had a bunch of guys that went off last night, um, so maybe some of it is recency bias, but it's also just a good team. And then good, really good weather, eighty five degrees, and maybe a little bit of wind blowing out to the right uh, right field. Favorite Cubs bat, Rizzo. Yeah. Probably Hap for me at 4K. But you're odd. not really going wrong here. Um, I would fade them in a GPP. I'm, if this ownership held without question, I'd be coming in probably half at best. There's just too much else at the top that's not getting any ownership. So we'll see where that goes. But for now, the Cubs are not a team that I would like to play in a large field GPP with all that vol- all that much volume at least. Yep. Rangers and A's. 
3.8 run implied total for the Rangers, 4.7 for the A's, 61% chance to win for Oakland. Kyle Gibson going for Texas. Sean Manaya going for Oakland. No ownership really going to Gibson. Manaya picking up a little love, 13% owned on DraftKings. Do you have a preference between either guy? Do you get to either guy? Versus lefties, they're putrid. Uh, 324 plate appearances, so can't just say they're going to be awful for the rest of the year, next year, whatever, but they have been awful so far. 26% K rate, under 70 WRC+, plus, 69 actually, WRC+. Plus. Dude, they have uh, seven guys in their projected lineup with a WRC plus from steamer less than 80. Yeah. Like they have Tavares leading off at 53. Danny Santana, 66. Kiner Falifa, 68. I don't think I've ever seen that. Yeah. Pretty, pretty miserable lineup. The Rangers are rolling out these days. Um, it's, so I'm, it's, I'm it's really bad. Whoever. And Manaya, like, He's a guy I thought would be really awesome uh, a few years ago, and mm-hmm. then he got hurt, and he's kind of just been okay um, with the strikeout stuff, at least. 9% swinging strike rate, that's a little bit below average, as is his chase rate, but he's decent enough to, I think, get the job done against the Rangers here. So, I don't breaking have much news. Breaking news, Jake. Kapanen to the Penguins. Is that big? Uh, Kasperi Kapanen? I'm yeah. assuming from... Uh, Toronto, yes. The Penguins, no, but the Penguins, like the Penguins, always get these like wingers. Like they got Marlowe a couple of years ago, and he's a fossil. I don't know. My name is my name. That Marlowe, Marlowe Stanfield. Uh, no, not not that. I don't understand the reference, so I'm just gonna throw by that. It's from the wire. Oh, I, I've seen. I, I need to pay more attention when I watch the wire. Like I've tried yes. to watch it a couple times and then I'll like everyone does. I'll be on my phone or you know, <laughs> EFS stuff. And then it's like, all right, who's this guy? What how does this guy pertain to the story? So I gotta give that a real shot. Maybe if we've got a slow sports season, um, once MLB and NBA and NHL are all done at the same time. Rangers bats not getting a lot of love. A's bats getting a little bit. I have the A's as my number six stack. I have the Rangers 14th. Uh, All things considered, I don't see anything that stands out aggressively. I have, I could, it'd be hard to have less interest in stacking up this Rangers team. They don't even look like a major league lineup. And on the A's, I think they're pretty much owned where they should be. Um, If I'm taking anybody from the lineup, it's going to be Matt Olson at 5,300. You grabbing anybody from from a hitting perspective, either side of this game? Yeah, I like Oakland. Um, nothing necessarily against Gibson, but they're showing up as one of the more under-owned stacks, about double the top stack percentage as their ownership share, which is always good to see. Yeah. Uh, Oakland, one of the best, um, just one of the best teams in the MLB, one of the best lineups, uh, even though not a lot of brand names. So... You mentioned Olsen. I'll throw in Chapman. I even like Kemp as a cheap spend down second baseman, but he's probably going to bat seventh or eighth or ninth, maybe. Yeah, I got him in eighth right now. Um, if I can move up a little bit, that would be really helpful for a second base spot. Yeah. Uh, to me, this game just sort of exists, uh, and the Rangers sort of barely exist. <laughs> really bad. Yeah. Really, really bad. Anything yeah. else in this game? 
no, I mean, if Manaya's ownership starts to get out of control, maybe you take some Gallo or Santana one-offs against Manaya. But yeah, I don't hate that. White Sox and Pirates. White Sox 5.4 run implied total. Pirates 3.6. That's a pretty big gap. 69% chance to win for the White Sox. Very nice. Luke Giolito going for Chicago. Steven Brault going for the Pirates. Giolito 20% owned on FanDuel. 36% owned on DraftKings. Where do you have Giolito stacking up uh, against the other guys at the top? To me, he's far behind Cole. Mm-hmm. Uh, not really all that close to Bieber for me either, but owned more than Bieber. I would much rather have Bieber than Giolito. I think Giolito going really over-owned. I would even rather pivot down an extra $100 to Luis Castillo. Uh, to me, Luke Giolito, given the way ownership is right now, would be my biggest fade. Yeah, uh, if you use the tools on the site, um, you're probably not going to get a lot of Giolito. He doesn't project as well as the other guys in his range, Cole, uh, Bieber. Um, I think I'm in agreement with that. Looking at where the Tigers are at, let's see, we pull this up against righties. Uh, I know they had a really low K rate against, maybe it was lefties. Uh, oh, they're at 24.5% versus righties, 61 WRC plus. That is miserable. Um, Hmm. I wonder why he doesn't project as high. Maybe he's just not as like Alex just doesn't have his um, general fantasy outlook as good as some of these other guys. And there's a ton of other ones today that you can play, whether it's Castillo or the other guys we mentioned. Um, so for me, it's probably just going to be a projections thing. I guess I don't see anything crazy bad about the matchup. Um, in fact, he's one of the bigger favorites on the board, minus 230. But if you like him and his ownership starts to come down, you're probably going to have to boost him manually if you're using the projections on the site. Yeah, uh, to me, he's just not as good as Bieber or Cole, and he's equally as good as Castillo, but owns twice as much. That's not at all what I'm looking for. So putting it out there now, fade Luke Giolito. Not that he can't be good, just I don't think he's as good relative to the other things around him. Uh, Steven Brault not getting owned, not going to be part of my pay down options. I don't think that it's particularly necessary given how cheap half of the hitting is on DraftKings. Yeah. Um, let's see. As far as hitters in this game, I don't think I've got a ton on the pirate side. Seventeenth for me right now. That they will, they're a no go. Brault. <laughs> I wish he had some sort of strikeout ability because I could probably get behind playing a $5,900 pitcher against the White Sox and basically no ownership. The problem is if you're not striking guys out against the White Sox these days, uh, they're like, they're just going to crush you at some point. Um, yeah, I, I don't think I can get to brawl. So White Sox bats, they are, I'm assuming they're over-owned. A little bit, a little bit. Um, the value is the issue there. So they're not like high owned or anything, but yeah, technically a little bit over owned. Yeah, um, I'm the fifth and upside, ninth in value. So that seems about right. So I always get to a bunch of Luis Robert, uh, Robert. Robert. He's 4% owned and he always bats near the, the bottom of the lineup, like six or seven. Yeah. I mean, he's doing that again. Uh, I really like him. 
I think he's going to be a guy you just jam in every day at some point in the next couple of years. So yeah, I think he's awesome. And Alex's projections always have him very high. Favorite guy for me coming from the White Sox side is going to be Moncada, 4,700. 13% ownership, not too crazy. Uh, I think that I would be – I'll still have some White Sox, but this is striking me as a spot where I would likely be fading the public ownership a bit. Yeah. So they're not as high for me as the Yankees right now. Um, they're not as high as Oakland actually either. And then looks like a couple other teams mixed around. So they're probably in the next year. I think those – the Yankees are in a tier by themselves for me tonight. Yeah. And then it looks like Oakland and San Diego. I'm getting a bunch of, and then the White Sox probably in that next year. So I don't know if I'm going to get to where the field's at on their stats. Yeah. I, I think they are good and I understand why they're getting ownership, but I could pivot to Oakland or San Diego as essentially identical plays at half the ownership. That's just easier. Yeah. Fair enough halfway point which means shout out to yahoo sports for being the sponsor of our baseball product uh yahoo now has csv uploads csv edits um if you want to play multiple lineups they have a lot of 10 max contests i think that'll fit uh people trying to get their start in dfs um they run a lot of feet of no management fee contests so whatever they take in is going right back out those are the best contests you can find in the industry they even have a lot of lower management fee contests, which helps. Anytime you can save anything on the back end, uh, it's just going to help your ROI down the line. You can get up to $30 in YSRPs, Yahoo Sports Rewards points, if you sign up using the promo code AWESOMO. Make better choices. Choose Yahoo Daily Fantasy because it's the only place that you can become a baller. And everybody wants to become a baller. If you want to check out AwesomeO.com, we've got some free content for you to scoop up. NBA projections are free for today. Lovely two-game slate. So if you want to check those out, free on the site. If you want to play some NHL, NHL ownership today, free on the website. Very important when uh, playing DFS. And then finally, if you're looking to play baseball, and I assume you are if you're listening to this show, MLB Lineup Builder, free today as well. Just go to awesomeo.com, browse yourself to those specific pages, NBA projections, NHL ownership, MLB lineup builder. You can get them for free today. Check out what we've got to offer. Five up, five more to go. I wish I would have just typed that number in correctly. Brewers and Reds, 4.1 run implied total for the Brewers, 3.9 for the Reds. This is a coin flip game. Brandon Woodruff against Luis Castillo. Uh, Woodruff getting a little bit less ownership than Castillo, 11% on DraftKings. Castillo is at 16%. I'm not sure how this will shake out. I just know that I would have a lot more Luis Castillo than Giolito. He's third for me in the group of the four most expensive guys. As for Brandon Woodruff, sort of in the same pack relative to salary as Herman Marquez and Chris Paddock. Paddock is the guy getting a ton of ownership. I sort of understand why, um, but I think that I would probably get a little bit more Woodruff in the mid-tier than the public is showing. How do you feel about the pitching in this game? I uh, love Castillo, especially if he's going to have this big of an ownership discrepancy to yeah. uh, to Giolito. Um, and maybe that won't be the case by the time we get to lock, but uh, kind of a kind of an uneven start for Castillo. So the issue with him is always, is he going to go deep enough? Is he going to limit the walks? And he hasn't done a great job of that. 
to be honest. He's got a he's got um let's see, three out of his five starts with at least two walks, one with four. So that's the one you're trying to avoid. But the strikeout matchup is about as good as anyone on the slate. Yeah. Um 27 and a half, uh, 27.7% K rate for the Brewers active roster. They don't walk very much. Uh, I think they're bottom seven or eight. No, they're bottom five in walk percentage uh, versus righties. Um, so this is kind of playing right into Castillo's hands. Um, yeah, I like him a lot here. I, I would be happy with double or triple the field of Castillo on tonight's slate. I'm yeah, I would have I would happily just take all of the ownership going to Giolito and take it for for Castillo. That would be more than okay with me. Yep, absolutely. Uh, do you get to Woodruff at all? Let's see here. He just kind of exists. Like I, I wouldn't be surprised to be right around the field. I don't think I got to him. Uh, I got to one one percent. So two lines out of one fifty one point three percent. Um, let's check where he's at on the top pitcher tool. I forgot to add that into my sheet. Step your game up. I know, right? Um, top two pitcher. He's owned basically at the the rate he should be owned. Not over owned, not under owned. Yeah. Um, that's how I feel too. Like he's just yeah. he's kind of there. If he shows up, yeah, like I can have anywhere from zero to twenty percent of him, and I'd be like, yeah, that seems about right. Yeah, that's fine. I mean. If his ownership drops again, as we say with a lot of these guys, ownership is going to be the determining factor. But if he drops significantly, I'm sure it'll creep up in my exposures. Are you getting to any sets of bats here? Neither team really getting any ownership. I grade them out in the mid tier, uh, ninth for the Reds, 12th for the Brewers. Brewers, not even a very good value. I have them 19th, actually. Uh, To me, I don't expect to have bats um, if you're playing cash and you get to Yelich, great, but this isn't really a game I'm looking for. Eight run impl- or eight run total on the game is going to make it really hard to want to go to offense. Yeah, I mean, if you were looking to like play the Brewers, it would just be that they're cheap and they're going up against a guy who's getting some ownership, but Castillo's not getting that much love right now. Um, would be surprised if he was like a top two owned pitcher on the slate um, by time lock comes around. And then their, their lineup isn't that good. Lafayette and I were going through it just like, this is kind of gross um, yesterday and they ended up paying off. So uh, we were dead wrong on that. So I guess they could <laughs> go off again uh, or, or be, do enough to be in a winning lineup. But the value stinks. Like you said, you're not getting a discount on Braun, righty, righty. You're not getting a discount on Castanera. Um, the guys who are getting discounts are kind of bad hitters. Yeah. Favorite bat in the game, both sides. Um, probably Suarez at 4,500. I don't know why I asked you then. My boy. Yeah. (laughs) As if there was going to be another answer. (laughs) Um, give me... Give me Jesse Winker at 4K. Lefty-righty matchup. Lefty power plays up in Milwaukee, hoping I can get him there. 305 concurrent viewers on this stream right now. 54 likes. I don't want to get too crazy, 
but I'm hoping we can cross that hundred threshold. So if you haven't hit the thumbs up button yet, hit it now. Let's go for a hundred triple digits. Just looks better. Yeah, we can get to a hundred. I think pretty easily by time. Maybe we we're done with this next game. Cardinals and Royals 5.4 run implied total for the cards Four for the Royals. It's Adam Wainwright for St. Louis, Matt Harvey for Kansas city, neither guy getting any ownership. And when I look at my data, I completely understand why I will not have a single share of either one of these pitchers. Yeah. I, I don't think I'm going to get to these guys. I'm not getting to them right now. They're just, they're just higher quality options for both. Well, uh, first of all, I don't know if you're going to need a $5,300 pitcher tonight. Like there's, there's some more expensive teams. Like there's the Yankees, there's the Dodgers. Um, but this isn't a core slate where you've got three guys priced at 6K that you want to play. So with the aces being priced down a little bit on DraftKings, basically the whole season, um, you're, you're just not looking for 5K pitchers that often. Plus Harvey stinks. So yeah. there's that. Um, and then Wainwright's just too expensive for the actual upside that, that he brings to the table. So I'm probably crossing off both pitchers. Uh, didn't even need to cross off both pitchers to get to basically nothing. Um, I don't, and then the Cardinals bats, like they're just so popular, uh, that I'm probably just going elsewhere on them. I get that it's a big total. I get that they're good value. Um, this just seems like such a trappy spot. Does it not? I think it's insane that they are as owned as they are. So I have the Cardinals as my 10th overall stack, which is fine, but I only have them as my fourth value. So even in that regard, it's not like I think the ownership is valid. Uh, The most likely scenario for me would be that I would have like almost zero of the Cardinals bats. I I think they are problematically owned today. I don't have a Cardinals bat at over. I would rather just get the Royals. I mean, I would just go to a different team in the Cardinals range. Sure. If I'm building one lineup or even like three or five by hand, I get that you're probably going to end up on some Cardinals, but that just means that they're going to be crazy owned and it looks like that's what's happening. This is the ultimate optimizer play. Um, I'd rather get to the Tigers. I think Padres. Colton Wong is at 37% ownership. Is that right? Yeah. Like that. Yeah. Tommy Edmond, 22, Matt Carpenter, 25, Tyler O'Neill, 26. Pass. It's just a full pass. I got to know more than 5% of any Cardinals here with these. I think think the Cardinals ownership and who else is the other like highly owned value stack? Detroit. Is that what it was? So Detroit, uh, Chicago. I think what this is showing us is how often you can get to not even just Cole plus Bieber, but two of the top four, two, two North of 9,600. I mean, the sum of the ownership on the top four pitchers today, Bieber, Cole, Giolito, Castillo, 126%. The overwhelming majority of people are playing two guys from that range today. And because, because that's happening, everybody's going to the Cardinals. Just go a different direction. If you want to win tonight. Yeah. Foolproof. Just go and go a different direction. Spend up for those hitters. And uh, I don't even think you have to spend up for hitters. Like, you, so I don't think it takes much to just be different here. Yeah, if you start your lineups with one of Cole Bieber, 
and just don't have the other, um, they can both do awesome and you can have similar lineup constructions. But if you spend that extra $2,500 going down to Paddock or Mania or someone like that, you're just opening a ton of possibilities for not only the teams you can stack, but you can play more of the Yankees and the Dodgers if you like them. Um, but you're just allowing yourself to get in better hitters that are going to do well more often than some yeah. of these bad teams that are just chalk because they're cheap. All right. Favorite Cardinals bat, favorite Royals bat. The Cardinals. I'll take, uh, I'll take Matt Carpenter, I guess for 3,600. If he's clean up for the Royals. Mondesi. Oh, why is he batting seventh again? Do we, I, I don't know. I think we talked about this last week too. I mean, my answer would be because he's not very good. What? Which people would probably lose their minds on. Um, but I would be right, which is fine with me. Am I wrong? Uh, Tell me I'm wrong. I don't know. He's good for he's been good for DFS for a couple of years uh, now. Well, they don't the Royals don't make their lineups based on how good they are DFS. Yeah, usually there's some sort of correlation. I mean, he's just been ice cold. Basically, the entire season, his career has been going down. So. Basically, his entire career. <laughs> Six stolen bases. I would have thought he'd have more than that by now. He's, he's not getting on base is the issue. Striking out a ton. Mondesi this season, uh, 35 weighted runs created plus. Last year, 82. Career, career weighted run, runs created plus, 75. Oh, this guy's he's lucky he hits in any lineup. He's not good. He's or just not, not good. He's if his name, if, if his last name wasn't Mondesi or Mondesi, depending on how you're feeling today, and he was Jim Smith. Jim Smith is in AAA. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, here's a good question. We might have time for this. Maybe this is for another day. Yes, I would rather take Mondesi's dad right now than him. <laughs> I agree. Uh, let's see. If you could play $10 per sport per night, what would you play to build a bankroll? R Stanley 788 says. <clears throat> I mean, I, I think the answer is different for every single person. I would play baseball um, if my only goal is to make money. Mm-hmm. Uh, I assume your answer would probably be hockey, but you could tell me that it's like tennis or something because that's your best ROI sport. I, I believe you, yeah. but <clears throat> th- there's no answer that fits everybody. So I think the, the sport matters the least in this. Uh, yes. It should, if you've got, if you've been playing for two years, you've been watching for two years, I'm assuming you've been playing that whole time and maybe before. Um, it's not necessarily about which sport it's, which sport are you more, the most profitable in there's hockey, baseball, league of legends, CSGO, whatever it is. Um, pick your highest ROI sport that you have a decent sample of and play the lowest stakes possible with that $10. So play the 25 cent, um, 20 maxes on DraftKings until you get up to that $10 per night. And if you can be profitable with that, move up and continue to move up into the the mid stakes and such. But the sport doesn't really matter. It's just whichever one you're best at. I agree. Yeah, it's... The, the sports I enjoy the most don't necessarily have any tie to my DFS results. Yeah. I watch more soccer than I probably watch any other sport. Um, I wouldn't 
just stop playing everything else to focus on soccer. It would be fun, but I don't necessarily think that'll be the thing that gets me the most money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At least not for a while. So yeah, my answer is baseball, but that is just because baseball has my har- highest ROI in my history. Yep. Easy peasy. Good question though. All right, Padres and Mariners. Now we can talk about a real value stack that's not getting as much ownership as they should. Uh, 4.6 run implied total for the pods. 3-4 for the Mariners. That stinks. Chris Paddock starting for San Diego. Marco Gonzalez going for Seattle, unowned. Paddock is at 13% on FanDuel where he's 8,900. He's 7,800 on DK and getting 35% ownership. I don't think that that ownership is like wildly wrong. He's underpriced by quite a bit in my opinion i actually think that he's the third best pitching option on the day and that's not even relative to salary the question then becomes is he overowned? do you care and do you need that salary savings to me i'm cool with getting chris paddock and then just not having to worry about ever getting to like the cardinals but yeah. how do you want to handle chris paddock today yeah he, he's a He's the guy I'm filling in a lot uh, with my SP2, him and Manaya. So I like that range a ton. Um, I I don't understand the large ownership discrepancy, um, but I'm playing both of them at over 30% right now. Uh, look, the Mariners are just a bad team. It's a very low total against Paddock. Um, any pitcher can get blown up at any time. You know this. Like, Bowered and wasn't great last night, and we thought he was going to be amazing. Um, Paddock doesn't have the greatest strikeout stuff, uh, but it's more than enough to get by this Mariners roster, I think, more often than not. So, yeah, I, I can't really point out too many negatives here with Paddock. Yeah, uh, he looks great, just wildly underpriced. Um, this is what I would consider to be good value, considering uh, Seattle doesn't really scare me. Not too much ownership coming in on the pods. Uh, Tatis at 12%. Nobody else in double digits. Uh, Padres rank as my number seven stack overall on DraftKings. Number six relative to uh, salary. I think, like, I would get to quite a bit of the Padres. To me, this is the spot where I would transition the Cardinals ownership to. Oh, yeah. If I could only have the Padres or the Cardinals, for sure. Um Marco Gonzalez against righties since the start of last season, uh, 495 XFIP, uh, 123 whip. Um, I guess he's not walking a ton of guys, but he's only striking out 19% uh, against righties. Like he, this seems like, so yeah, Tatis, Machado, two of my uh, more highly owned guys after the Yankees. Uh, Tatis is basically always up there. Uh, he's he's another Trevor Story. What is it with all these shortstops? Lindor, Story, and Tatis. Uh, like the only shortstops I ever play. Uh, <laughs> and Modesty. Modesty, actually. Uh, they're always good raw point plays. It's just a matter of where they're priced so as far as whether I get 10% or whether I get 35% of them. When Tommy Edmond is hitting first, it's yeah. you know another guy that shows up a ton. Just lock button that guy in. Alex yeah. loves him. Um I like the Padres as a value, um, as a pivot to the Cardinals. To me, that's a, a no-brainer spot for today. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. And I guess they're technically a little bit overowned, but they're essentially like they've got low ownership. They've got 
um, a decent top value percentage. They look great to me. And then you've got two hitters that you absolutely love batting second and third. Any chance that you get to a Mariner stack as a hedge to Paddock? The, the Mariners actually, have you seen their numbers versus righties this year? I assume they're as bad as every other number that I look at for Seattle. They're actually not. They're actually not that bad. Okay. Uh, Talk to me about it. I'm not saying, like, I thought, I would have thought they have like an 85 WRC plus. They're at 100 um, for their active roster, average strikeouts, power isn't anything special. What's um, the Babbitt? Is, is it in front of you? Yeah, let's see. I don't know if they're getting they're a little lucky. 299, that rates 12 okay. versus right. Okay. So. so never mind there. 3.4 run implied total for today is tough. Tied for the lowest implied total with the twins. Yeah, that's that's the issue. Um and like Paddock's good. There's no reason to expect that he gets like blown up against the Mariners here. I agree. It's, can't it's do it. Not. Yeah. Kyle Seeger would be the only bat that I would take from Seattle because he's the only one with a pulse. I like JP Crawford, but he's not exactly like a power threat. Right. It's just cheap, cheap guys as one offs, maybe yeah. to get a little extra leverage in your lineups if Paddock's going to be really popular. Otherwise, grab those pods, guys. Tatis and Machado, I think, are our two favorite hitters coming from this game by like a yes. mile. Tatis, tier of his own, and then Machado. Diamondbacks, very limited ownership to Herman Marquez, 4% on DraftKings right now. So I have him ahead of Brandon Woodruff. I wouldn't want to go. Like, I think Paddock is pretty clearly ahead of Marquez. I have them projected this place to be for today. Um, how do you feel about Marquez? Yeah, let's see. He's... He's undervalued in the top pitcher tool. So he probably shouldn't be getting essentially no ownership like you're suggesting. Um, Alex has him as a top 2% of uh, a top two pitcher uh, over 10% of the time. So that's pretty solid. It's just the slate is so deep at pitching. He's kind of in no man's land. Um, he's not going to project out as well as Paddock or uh, Mania in his range. Um, and so that's why he's getting passed up. But for the sake of being different, I suppose you could go to a pitcher that has some. A lot of like, people saying that Kyle Lewis is raking for the Mariners. I'm not so sure the 444 BABIP is going to hold. 444. Uh, yeah. Or the career 413 BABIP. Well, I mean, if he's hitting the ball hard half the time, maybe that could close to keep up. But yeah, that's, that's a lot. Yeah, it's. I don't think, yeah, just no. Just no. Uh, So I have the Rockies as my number four stack overall. Uh, Trevor Story at 20% ownership, that's not exactly surprising. We get Garrett Hampson, Arenado, and Matt Kemp into double digits as well. How do the Rockies grade out for you? Um, I didn't notice them in my exposures uh, very highly besides Story. Um, that's story and Arenado. I got to close to 10% of both of those guys, uh, but they're not a stack that's like high on my radar. Should they be? I think so. I mean, against the lefty, right. But 
outside of those two guys, who who are you excited to play here? So I have them essentially equal to the Yankees today. Well, I'll take the Yankees. I, I mean, I would take the Yankees too because the Rockies are getting more ownership. But Fair. I'm okay with going to Colorado. I just think they have a lot of power. Story, Blackman, Arenado, Kemp, Daniel Murphy works for me. Ryan McMahon, uh, 4,100, get some second base eligibility if you need it. It's the stack I like. I just want to be really careful with the ownership. And the real problem is I like the Yankees so much more from a leverage perspective. They're just not getting owned. And I would like to have a lot. But I would rather have the – okay, so easiest way to say it. I would rather have the Rockies than the Cubs. Uh, Rockies over the Cubs. Cubs yes. are twice as owned. Yeah, that's probably a mistake that the field is making. Yeah. So I think I would agree with you there. Love Story, love Arenado, love Kemp, love Hampson. Those are my favorite four. Those are the guys that are getting ownership. So, you know, just make sure you're getting different somewhere else. Uh-huh. Diamondbacks bats are 15th or 16th, depending on the site. I think they're wildly overowned. Um, are they showing up overowned in the top stacks tool? They are slightly. Mm-hmm. I mean, four, 4% chance of being a top stack, 4.2, 7.2% uh, ownership share. So, a little bit of a concern. But outside of the top two teams, really, the um, the Cubs and the Cardinals in terms of ownership, um, I think everyone else, you, you can kind of just play whatever you get of them. Because those two well, teams. Cole Calhoun, the only guy that grades out is anything that I would want from Arizona. And that's if he's leading off. Yeah, leading off for 3,800 outfield spot. You could do a lot worse. Same thing with Peralta. I would say for 3,500. You ready to close this out? Yep. Let's do it. Giants and Dodgers, 5.2 run implied total for the Dodgers, 3.8 for the Giants. Johnny Cueto, Julio Urias, no ownership going to either one of these guys. There's 0% chance I'm playing Urias at 9,500, given what's above him. Uh, Do you want any pitching here? Uh, I'm good. I mean, to me, it's that easy. Who just have power, basically one through eight. Maybe, I don't know, does Will Smith have any power? I'm blanking on this guy. Uh, anyways, are you uh, the best lineup in the MLB? Yes, 217 ISO from Steamer. Mm, that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, no, no, no Cueto. You can yeah. do better. I have the Giants as my number 20 stack for today, so I can safely say that I am not going to be getting there anytime soon. I have the Dodgers ranked third, but they are a terrible value. Uh, They are the 16th best team from a value perspective, so they're not really getting all that much love. I think if you can get to Dodgers bats, it's a fantastic spot um, because I don't think Cueto is very good. 5.2 run implied total is great. It's going to change up your pitching construction. I think the Dodgers would be great if you were trying to go to like Woodruff or Marquez, um, one of those guys that aren't picking up as much ownership from the pitchers and then somebody else or like even Castillo plus somebody where you're going to get a really unique pairing. I like the Dodgers. They're just tough to get to. Like even their fillers are all in the fours. So uh, Pollock and and Jock at least. But yeah, I mean, against Cueto – you got to love the spot, right? Like it's just a matter of, yeah. Can you, can you get them in? Um, 
I'm not getting to them as much as the Yankees right now. I'm getting to about half the uh, exposure as the Yankees. They're by far number one at this point in time for me. Um, but like Mookie Betts at 6% ownership against Cueto, I'm all over that. Yeah. Uh, same thing with Bellinger, although he's a little bit higher. He's at 12. In, you know how hard I ride for Max Muncy. Yeah, you're a day one Muncy lover. Uh, do do people, do like our audience right now, I'm guessing some of them understand the, the Muncy thing. Uh, was that two years ago? Yeah, that would have been the, we were doing the show 2018 season um, where came out of the scene. Yeah, from April until September, I just <laughs> crapped on that dude every single day. And every single day, that dude would go yard. I assume that he had 162 home runs. Honestly, it felt like it for a while there. Yeah. Um, I would talk garbage about him. And then if they were playing one of the East Coast sets and playing at 7 o'clock, that dude had a home run by like 720. <laughs> We'd get off of live before lock, and you already have a homer and like 16 DK points. <laughs> And I would have 30 tags on Twitter telling me that Muncie Homer and I was a moron. <laughs> All right, let's sum it up. Favorite stacks for today, favorite pitchers for today. Uh, stacks, Yankees, uh, number one by a good margin for me. Um, I do like Oakland a lot and then the Dodgers and Padres. So basically the good teams. I'm playing the good teams today. <clears throat> um, and then... Cole, I have as number one by a pretty good margin. So I have 63% Cole. The slate started right now with these ownerships and projections, everything um, with the expected lineups. And then it's Paddock, Mania, uh, Bieber. I'm not getting quite as much as the field, but uh, he's my fourth highest owned guy right now. Certainly a-, a little bit of the Royals or the Padres. From a pitching perspective, Cole is. 1A, if you showed up in 100% of my lineup, I wouldn't even be mad. Uh, then it would be Bieber second, Chris Paddock third, uh, Luis Castillo fourth, uh, given the ownership right now to both he and Luke Giolito, then Giolito fifth. Um, if Giolito continues to be twice as owned as Castillo, I recommend flipping those guys in G3s. Yeah, I like that call. Jake, you have hockey coming up later today? Uh, no hockey. The contest just you know, DraftKings is punting on them. So, <laughs> sorry. Uh, look, play play some hockey over on Yahoo, though. I think it's a really good place to build your bankroll, and for all these other sports, but especially the niche sports. That uh, use the promo code Osmo when you do that. That's right. Use promo code Osmo to do that. Uh, I'm still be playing hockey. I'll, okay. I'll sure, be playing. I think it's a seven Eastern lock, so normal time. Uh, no, none of this two Eastern nonsense. Uh, and then uh, coming up for the rest of today, 2.30 p.m. Eastern time, Ben Raza and Tim Frank breaking down the BMW Championship. So we got some PGA coverage. Then combined stream live before lock. 5.30 to 6.30 will be Lofi and Adam talking NBA as we get to the 6.30 lock. By the way, Chris Tapps Porzingis out. Uh, and then MLB live before lock will switch over. It will be Jason Floyd and Alex Osmo Baker taking you up until 7.00. So thank you guys for joining us. We got to 100 likes on the nose. Love you guys for it. Hit that thumbs up if you haven't yet, but good luck tonight. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. Jordan Klein, play that music.